Morning everyone. I found this photo this week of Lindsay lying asleep with a 15 day old Bethany. Taken 15 years ago last Wednesday as you can tell from the oversized date stamp on the photo. It's oversized because uh, there were certain conditions to me showing this picture uh, without going into too many details. The words photo, crop, dead, else, or were involved. Now that photo is obviously particularly special to us as a family, but I don't think many would disagree that there is something beautiful about the trust and vulnerability and the connection of a sleeping baby holding on to her sleeping mother's finger. From that place of intimacy and rest and relationship, there is something beautiful that shines forth. Or consider these videos that I made uh, on the Amalfi Coast uh, in 2013, done very crudely before the days of clever time-lapse features on phones. I was literally standing there taking a separate photo every few seconds with my DSLR on some wall while Lindsay sat patiently and um, not at all gutted in the car. Uh, but look at the different colours, the different shades, the glow of the sun, the beams of light, the, the clouds that interrupt them, the water that, that's, that's there and looking beautiful, the, the boat coming across reminding that we get to enter in into the beauty of this world and the enjoyment of that beauty. There's this pointer, isn't there, as the sun disappears to the remaining constant glory of that which we don't always see. And there's wonder that grows in us as we think of how vast are the number of things in the universe that are unimaginably beautiful, including countless galaxies we've yet to discover. From that place of splendour and transcendence, beauty shines forth. Rest and intimate love and connection, splendour and transcendence, beauty shines forth. We all need this, perhaps especially in these days. We need to find ways to find time to dwell on that which is beautiful. And dear friends, there's nothing more beautiful than God himself. No one more worthy of wonder or our attention than the living God. I want to thank the Loani girls for reading the scriptures so beautifully. Um, there was one verse in particular that I felt led to focus on this morning. It's from Psalm 50 and it's verse 2 where it says, Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God shines forth. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God shines forth. Now, the first thing we need to ask in that verse is, what is Zion. Maybe, and maybe some of you know, but maybe lots of us don't know. And in the Bible, Zion is used to refer to lots of things. It can sometimes refer to Jerusalem, or it can sometimes refer to a specific hill in Jerusalem. It was the location of God's temple. It was the place to which King David brought the Ark of the Covenant. So it's that place of God's presence among his people. So because of that, when you see Zion in the Bible, it is often used figuratively to speak of that place where God dwells. So when you see Zion in the Bible, think this is God's house. Or better, because sometimes houses end up empty, not, not this one. Zion is the place where God dwells, where God rests, where he reigns. So in Psalm 9, it says that we are to sing praises to the Lord who sits enthroned in Zion. But also, crucially, it's not just where God dwells, it's where 
In his grace and kindness, he invites us to rest with him, to dwell with him there. So Psalm 48 says, Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God. Then it begins to speak of Zion. His his holy mountain, beautiful in elevation, is the joy of all the earth. Mount Zion in the far north, the city of the great king. Within her citadels, God has made himself known as a fortress. He's not keeping himself to himself. In Zion, God makes himself known as a fortress. And then again and again in the scriptures, we we see that God's people are aware that they need to be with God in Zion. Often cut off from that place because of sin and selfishness and judgment, they long for that which they've left behind. Zion is the home that God's people long for. And what's interesting in Psalm 50 Zion is called the perfection of beauty, but it's not the main focus in the verse. It's from that place, out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God shines forth. And this is the focus. When I see the beauty of the setting sun off the Amalfi coast, I shouldn't worship the sun, but I should worship the creator of the sun who shines forth from that place. When I ponder the family photo and the beauty of my daughter and this beautiful picture of intimacy and trust, I shouldn't worship my family as we're maybe tempted to do sometimes, put them in the place of ultimate authority and importance in our lives. But I should think about that gift and that gift should point to the giver himself. So in Psalm 50 verse 2, you have this incredible place of Zion. It's a place of wonder and transcendence where Almighty God dwells, where he is enthroned in majesty and splendor, where his awesome presence rests. It's also that place of dwelling with God, place where we can meet and rest with God, place of intimacy and trust and relationship. And it's from that amazing place, out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God shines forth. So as we think about this wonderful God and the way that he's enthroned in majesty, as we think about the lovely reality that he invites us into that, I want us to think about how from that place, out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, what, what is it that shines forth? Some aspects of this great God of ours that shine forth as we consider that. Are you ready? Here we go. Here's a few of them. His unique name shines forth. I am is who God is. I am who I am. There is no other. His self-sufficiency shines forth. He neither wants nor needs for anything but in himself exists in perfect balance and wholeness. His voice sounds forth. His truth, his call to the ends of the earth, his glory shines forth. That public manifestation of his beautiful character seen in the beauty of this world and most ultimately in the glory of his son, Jesus. His righteousness shines forth, that there is no wrong in him at all. He only ever does what is perfectly right and good. His power and his might shine forth. The incredible strength that holds the depths of the earths in his hand. He cannot be moved, but abides forever. 
His sovereignty shines forth that he is subject to no one, but always fulfills his plans, working all things for the glory of his name and the good of his people. His majesty and splendor, that he is enthroned like no other. Out of the north comes golden splendor. Around God is awesome majesty. Think of his wisdom, that he never makes a mistake or is confused about what to do. His purity, that he's completely untainted, no marks, perfectly unspoiled, only ever pursuing what is beautiful and right. His justice bursts forth, that no wrong, no wrong will go undealt with. His wrath bursts forth. The God of Mount Zion will not be mocked or ignored forever, but his glory and his justice will be seen as his righteous anger is released. His compassion shines forth. He's moved when he sees us helpless and in need. His heart is stirred. He feels for those who need him. Out of Zion, God's faithfulness shines forth. He never gives up on his promises. No matter how often we push him away, he will bless all the nations. His grace, the blessing of God that we don't deserve, his patience, that even the the Lord of heaven and earth holds himself back. He's slow to anger, patient with us who wander. His generosity From that fullness of who he is, he gives again and again and again and again. His generosity is matchless. His heart to bless is like no other. His zeal, his rock-solid commitment to fulfill his plans, his obedience, that he's true to himself, true to his perfect plan, never veering off in selfishness or folly. His humility, that As has been said, the God for whom the earth is his footstool is the God who stooped low and washed the earth off his disciples' feet. The God who came to this earth to lay down his life. His endurance shines forth. He never gave up. He never gives up. He endured through rejection, pain, suffering, even death. His joy shines forth that deep overflowing satisfaction and pleasure his gladness that he's happy cheerful rejoicing pleased that he is a shelter shines forth from zion that we're safe under his cover he is our stronghold our tower our help His comfort shines forth that he is there for those who are hurting and grieved and lost and worried and frightened and done for. His light shines forth into that darkness, dispelling darkness in our hearts and across this world, helping us see what is true and good. His gentleness shines forth that he welcomes those who come as little children and he is kind and tender to those who are weary and broken. His kindness shines forth, that he turns towards us, that even in day-to-day life we receive blessing from him, that he showed up in the person of Jesus and he shows up again and again today. His presence 
shines forth, that he is given of himself so that we can know him in our hearts, in our homes, in our heads, in our highs, in our lows, in our legs, in our bones, in our beds, in our sheds, wherever we are, he is there. His peace shines forth. There, even in the trial and storm, there, even though we cannot fully understand it, his peace that we don't deserve, it shines forth, it grows in our hearts as fruit. The Prince of Peace brings it by his spirit. His salvation shines forth. He's a God who saves, rescues and redeems. And his love shines forth. His self-giving, self sacrificing, never-ending sharing of the very essence of who he is. This is our God. Out of Zion, the place where God dwells, the place where he invites us to come and rest with him. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God shines forth. Splendor and majesty really are before him, as we read in Psalm 96. Strength and beauty truly are in his sanctuary. Do you know him? Do you know him? Have you tasted and seen of his goodness? Is your heart stirred by the wonder of who he is? The other day, Lindsay and Bethany and I were watching a recording of Young Musician of the Year. And there was one particular point where just the the music was so impressive and so beautiful that I noticed a smile had come across my face. And I looked around the room and there also with Lindsay and Bethany, they they were smiling. We had been stirred by a joy. A shining forth, if you like, of a joy that this that had reached our faces. <laughs> and uh, there is beauty shining forth in this world. But it only points to the ultimate beauty. There is nothing that compares to our God. And as we think about that God, there's joy that rises up, that reaches our face. We can only know this God through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour. We have no right to stand before this God confident in ourselves. I want to give you an opportunity this morning to come to Jesus, especially maybe any of you who are watching for the first time. If your heart is stirred by even just this very brief, slight revelation of who God is that we've considered this morning, come to him. Through the way that Jesus has opened up, we come as people in repentance and faith, turning away from our sinful, self-centered, self-sufficient ways and coming in faith to Jesus Christ, embracing what he has done for us in his death and resurrection, opening up the way to the Father in heaven. Come to him today. And if you come, if you come to Jesus today and say, I need you, God, I need to know you more, we would love it if you would tell us, get in touch in the ways mentioned in the description and share that with us. As I thought of Psalm 50 verse 2, I wondered if I was cheating a bit today. We're supposed to be in this series of pondering the promises. And in some ways, Psalm 50 verse 2 is more fact than promise. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God shines forth. Well, it is a fact, but it's also a promise. It's true now and it will be true. This will accomplish something because church, hear this call from Isaiah chapter 60. This truth 
of what happens as God shines forth. There is a promise of God as to what happens when that is the case. It says there in Isaiah 60 verse 1, Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth and thick darkness the peoples, but... The Lord will arise upon you and his glory will be seen upon you and nations shall come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. We're changed. We're changed as we reflect on this God. His glory will be seen upon us. It's reflected as we ponder his light, as we behold the light of his glory. It lands on us and then is reflected to others. And as that happens, the nations will be changed as his church, Jesus' church, shines bright with his glory. How our world needs that today. So may God shine forth and may we reflect that light and that beauty even this week. Father in heaven, I pray that you'd help us. I pray that you would help us see you for who you are. You shining forth in all your splendor and majesty. Help us see you and then please God, thank you for that promise that as that happens, as your glory shines on us, your glory will be seen through us, your people. Help us, we pray. Help people see your glory through us. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.